Hello, my friends, and welcome to another edition of the Royal Ramble. I'm your host, Blaine the Brain, and this is a very special edition because I am joined by a special guest to help me preview the All In show uh, this coming Sunday in London. Uh, he is one of the hosts of Radio Free Pro Wrestling, David J. Brightly. David, so nice to finally speak with you. Welcome to the show. Hi, Blaine. Genuine, genuinely chuffed to be on here with you. We've spoken so many times on social media regarding the subject of the squared circle, and nine times out of ten, we, we seem to have agreed with each mm -hmm. other. Yeah, exactly. Of course, I, I always prefer disagreeing with somebody just to have opposing viewpoints. But yeah, it is it is nice uh, to be on the same page. Uh, I, I really liked actually what WWE has been doing lately since Triple H took over creative. Um, so there's not really a lot to complain about these days. Oh, I, well, I beg to differ about complaining. I'm, ironically, I think we're going to talk today about a company that, that I could quite happily have a good old moan about. <laughs> this show is one of those things, Blake. Of course. Uh, so before we get started and talk about the All In show, I just, uh, of course, we were, the wrestling community was completely shaken over the news of the, of the last few days. Uh, of course, Terry Funk's passing on Wednesday. And then yesterday caught us, I think, all by surprise, the passing of, the untimely passing of Wyndham Rotunda, better known to wrestling fans as Bray Wyatt. So before we get started, I, I have to ask you, uh, any memories to share of either performer? The memories really for me of Terry Funk are um, of that, that rather wonderful documentary about his very, very first, first retirement and wrestling Bret Hart on that. Um, I thought, um, I thought that, was, that was fantastic. Funk was one of the first American wrestlers I discovered when, because obviously UK, we were starved of material if you were a fan. You knew about the territory system, and Funk was one of the first people that um, that we found out about really down 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 there in the deep south, and down in Amarillo, and then it was just uh, I loved his style. I was instantly captivated by mm -hmm. his style, and then obviously the the conglomerate in Japan with Cactus Jack. That was the next time I saw him in those death matches. But they're not probably what you would class as death matches now, mm -hmm. but obviously the fire, the branding iron, etc. And it was just like, wow, this guy's nuts. Um, just very, very fond of him. Always a family man. He always came, he always came over as outside the ring, one of the softest individuals um, going. And unfortunately, yeah, it's just a sad, a sad probably old age passing, whereas um, Wyndham, Oh, Wyndham, I just, I got up this morning and I looked at my phone and I couldn't believe it. I think it was mm. one of those that, as you looked at your phone, you're like, no. And then it just, post after post after post, it's like, it must be true. Um, very underrated wrestler. What what has amused me in a, in a strange sort of way today, everyone forgets the amount of, he, he was a, a, a seven-week um, world champion. Deservedly so. Mm -hmm. You look at his lineage and his heritage, but he was, and, I, and this, I find this hard to say this so so soon after his passing. But everyone was saying how great he was, and some of those people are a little bit, you know, they want to go back and look at their past postings. Whereas mm -hmm. personally, I was always a huge fan. I thought what they did with him was original, and I loved the spider. Whenever mm -hmm. he did the spider in the ring, yeah. he arched that back over put those hands on the mat and looked 
with that look in his eye at his opponent. I believed, and I'm an old, I'm an old broken, you know, mark if you like, mm-hmm. and I'd say that quite happily. Um, no, it's, it's just a horrible, horrible week to be a wrestling fan, and yeah. I am so pleased that AEW have announced that they're going to hold a tribute beforehand. And I believe there's a fan. If you haven't reached, if it hasn't reached you yet, there is a fan plan at 8:30 p.m. British time to hold a round of applause, no matter what the show is doing, mm-hmm. no matter where the show is at. I just hope Jericho is not doing Judas at the time. Right. Um, to give uh, Wyndham right under a, a, a standing ovation at Hub State GMT in the show. Yeah, it's great to see, uh, definitely see uh, the wrestling community as a whole come together for things like these, uh, for things like this. This this is something outside of the ordinary, uh, and and just I, I know that he had definitely friends in all promotions. I think uh, so. It's, so it's great to see the entire wrestling community pay tribute to such a talented performer. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Um, sad week for wrestling fans, but you know. So uh, that said, uh, we I, I will have a uh, tribute show to both Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt in the coming weeks. Uh, so I'll talk uh, I'll talk a little bit more detail um, on those episodes. But for now, I wanted to switch gears and talk about the upcoming All In uh, pay per view, uh, the first time that AEW is going to London and and in Wembley Stadium of all places. Uh, David, I know that you were actually at the fir- at the uh, WWF Wembley show in 92, Bret Hart, the British Bulldog. Uh, I know that, I uh, remember when you and Sean had submitted your um, your uh, podcast for the podcast contest that SNME was doing, uh, that you actually covered that event. Uh, so, now, being a wrestling fan that I am, I, I get accused often of having such a photographic memory, and I blame my love of wrestling on that for the most part because usually I can remember stuff easily because I always pair it with anything that was happening in wrestling at the time yeah. because I have such a historical memory of pro wrestling. So given that you did attend that London show at Wembley, do you recall some of the events leading into or following SummerSlam that to- that you did that day? Right. The, the, the events that stand out for me, and you're going to have to work with me just mm-hmm. a little bit here. <laughs> I was actually living in Belfast at the time, Belfast, Northern Ireland. Right. Um, I am a former serviceman, and I was working um, I was working out there in, in Belfast. So the first thing when the show was announced, I che- I, it cost me an absolute fortune, irrelevant of the ticket, because I had to move all my shifts. I had to pay someone to do three shifts for me so I could go. Um, then Hogan was taken off the card. You mm-hmm. cast your mind back, Wayne, because it's the start of the steroid wars and the court case. Right. And Hogan was scheduled, and he wasn't then announced. And that initially, over here in the UK, um, was like, oh, oh my God, no, well, that, that, that's the case. Then... Very cleverly, they announced the main event, which obviously, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, oh, well, that's all right then. Because there's a big comparison between Wembley 92 and Wembley 2023. Wembley 92 was without a doubt a two-match card. Right. All in, for me, and this is my opinion, is a two-match card, when it could have been some so much more. Well, I'm sure we'll go on to that. Mm-hmm. But... Wembley was heaving for the time. 
Bear in mind, it's been redeveloped since then. The twin te- and it had terracing at the time, Blanny. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of people up high in the gods stood up against against the metal terracing that that it was for the football stadium. Now, obviously, it's all seated. So that is something that another that the people haven't taken into account with this AEW crowd is that when we could have got when United two could have got much more in because of the terracing. Um, AEW, this is an, is an impressive figure, whether you like the company or not, um, and, and actually doing it on a blank card is even more impressive. But mm-hmm. getting in the air horns is the first thing that hit you. They and, and it was just constant blame. It was constant honk 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 the whole day. I remember that. Yeah. The whole day that didn't let up. That didn't let up. Three major pops. The major pops of the day. Obviously, when when Davy Boy folded Brett up um, with the schoolboy and mm-hmm. won the title. But I mean, that was just. I, I, mean, I don't think I've ever heard anything like it. That could get surpassed this weekend, but I don't think it will. The entrance of the Ultimate Warrior that day. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many kids go nuts when Warrior came out. Whether you liked him or not, whether he was what he was. He was so over. He was so over. Yeah. And finally, the coolest moment of the day, and no one will take this about way, was no matter what state Hawk was in, the LOD coming out on Harley's down that long runway. <laughs> you think of the ring set, which they haven't done this. They can't do um, this weekend with the current layout of Wembley. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, they have that long ramp, and they came in on Harley's, and that was just cool as... Yeah. Um, they were my three undying memories from the day. It was a long day as well. Um, oh, bad. Yeah. I have a feeling those going Sunday um, are going to suffer the same. Mm-hmm. Are Are you uh, attending all in, by the way? No, because of the card. Oh, right. Okay. So there was yeah. two. There was two things that turned it. Once they didn't have the hung bucks. Again, CMFTR, I wasn't. Uh, I wanted mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, that, that would have been incredible. And I think, I hope that every all parties involved are able to eventually work out their differences and because that would be a great, great match and, and probably one that the world would want to see. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, and you spoke about Hawk. Uh, I just wanted to touch on this real quick. So you spoke about Hawk uh, coming out in the state that he was on the motorcycle, of, of all things, and... and that is even more incredible because I remember listening to that story. I think the first time I had heard that story, I had heard rumors about it, but I heard the story for the first time in the Dark Side of the Ring episode uh, on the LOD. And and just yeah. for him to come up all drug, come in all drugged up uh, on the bike, I don't, I still to this day don't know how he managed to accurately drive that motorcycle to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long way, Blake. So can you tell me a little about the venue itself? Uh, what were your thoughts on the actual stadium? Oh, Wembley, well, Wembley I've visited many, many times going to football. Mm-hmm. Um, make no mistake, I, personally I was never a stranger to Wembley as a stadium, but it was so exciting to see it laid out for professional wrestling. I mean, bear in mind, I, I'm quite old. And um, I've been a fan of the, of the, 
I'll call it a sport. I'm quite happy to call it mm-hmm. a sport. Since I was nine, I am the original UK cliche. I used to sit with my granddad on a Saturday afternoon and watch world of sport, traditional world of sport. Mm-hmm. You asked me to do my Mount Rushmore, someone called Les Kelly would be in there. Mm-hmm. Without a shadow of a doubt, go watch Les Kelly on YouTube. There are YouTube stuff. Not you personally, I'm talking, talking to your listenership yeah. here now. Guys, go watch Les Kelly on YouTube. He sums up British words. And someone who Regal admired, mm-hmm. Regal worked with and admired and followed suit with some of his, as he calls it, as Regal calls it, his act. Um, Darren Matthews, I, I, I adore the man, so that's just, just an aside. Anyway, um, so it was like seeing wrestling for real, properly. I went to the brawl at the hall, the Albert Hall, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the first WWF shows ever to come over to the UK, and that was intimate. So to see it in Wembley, it was just and these are the days, unfortunately, before camera phones, before you can record your own video. So literally, you've got a Polaroid Instamatic, if you were lucky. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, you know, and, and it was just, it was just phenomenal. It really, really was. To see all these people that we'd managed to, to watch on stolen video, bought video, ordered video, Silver Vision, God love them. They may have taken half my money in my life, but <laughs> they, they, <laughs> I got to, I got to see these shows and these characters, and it was a god awful. Let's get one thing straight, with the exception of two matches, which was the um, which was Macho Man um, uh, Ultimate oh, Warrior, which I never thought you'd say that about Warrior, but it was just the intrigue. It was the story you talked about leading in. It was the only real storyline. Those two matches were the only real storylines leading in. The rest of it might as well have been booked by Tony. We'll just chuck chuck them in together, we'll chuck them in together. But you had the story of um, two potential faces with one of them turning heel in in the Warrior Macho Man story. And then you had the involvement of the Hart family with with Brett and Davey Boy, including, as we we were going to get to know much later in WWE, Diana Smith. You know, uh, as well, and it was just they were the two that were the big catch stories, and they were the two matches that, for me, on the day delivered, particularly Bretton Bulldog. And considering the state Bulldog was in, we talked about Hawk. Mm-hmm. Bulldog made him look sober, um, <laughs> and Brett talked him through it and got through one of the best matches of all time. One of my favorites, absolutely, one of my all-time favorites. Um, so looking ahead now, uh, of course, that was Wembley 92. Looking ahead now, Wembley 2023, all in on Sunday. Um, it is a stacked card, but as you mentioned, it's a two-match card, so perhaps you'll um, you'll explain a little bit more about what you mean by that. Uh, but as we'll, uh, we'll go against the norm here and start right at the top, because not only will Adam Cole and MJF face each other for the world title, but we'll also challenge Aussie Open on the um, the buy-in, I believe they call it, uh, for the ROH tag titles. Zero, what have, the zero hour. The zero hour, right. What have you thought about the booking of this program and all the comedy involved? Yeah, I'm not... I, no, I, am a, I don't mind comedy. Some of it's worked, some of it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got no problem with this being the main event. Uh, this would be one of the matches. That I'm, it's one of the matches I'm really looking forward to seeing the way they do it. I think we'll get a big clue from the zero. It's very clever. I don't, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm not a huge Tony Khan fan, 
but this is quite clever in that you've got to watch the zero hour to see how MJF and Adam Cole are going to get screwed. Because mm-hmm. Aussie Open keep the ring on the tiles for me. But obviously there's going to be some sort of, how can we put it, miscommunication, shenanigans, and it's going to be, that's going to give you a huge clue of who's going to turn on who in mm-hmm. the main event and who's going to go heel and who's actually going to go face. Because I genuinely believe that's how it's going to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having said that, it seems like there are much more legs to this program uh, than you would normally expect. It's, it seems like something that definitely will continue post All Out, depending on the outcome, of course. How do you figure that Roderick Strong will fit into this? I, I, I don't know, but I think he's going to appear, obviously. The, they teased, teased him too much. Um, I think he's possibly going to turn on uh, Cole. And the obvious one is to turn on Cole and side with MJF. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah, exactly. Which which probably means they'll, they'll do the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean the alliance with the the alliance with the kingdom as well. It brings a talented tag team further to the fore if they're going to, you know, hopefully push them in main event. Uh, continuing with kind of an ROH theme, uh, we mentioned the ROH tag champions earlier. Aussie Open, uh, they'll defend on the zero hour. I'm not sure if the title will be on the line here, but Samoa Joe will also face CM Punk as kind of a throwback for ROH fans. Uh, just. Uh, question for you, David. Did you see any of their original feud or some of those matches? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am an original 2002 ROH mark. Always have been, always will be. Probably overall my favorite all time wrestling company. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I and I even went, we had a big card, an independent card in Coventry, and I'm trying to think of the year. And it was just after the, you'd had the ROH trilogy, and they put on again. Samoa Joe versus, versus CM Punk on this. It was, was um, Masao was on it. That's how mm-hmm. bizarre it was. Foley was on it. Raven was on it. It was in the, an ice rink in um, in the middle of the country in Coventry. Um, so it's not not been seen before in the UK. But I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to struggle to live up to those three. But obviously mm-hmm. they're both. It's, we're talking Joe and Punk. It'll be a decent match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I, I, I do admire the throwback uh, to the ROH history. Um, I, I did kind of expect a much bigger match for Punk. Not not that that's a not that's not a knock on Samoa Joe. I just feel like they're on different levels of the card. Um, so I, I kind of feel like Punk should have been facing a much uh, an opponent of a much higher, like closer to his status on the like in 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 terms of uh, booking. But yeah, definitely uh, one of the one of the matches that I'm definitely looking forward to myself. Um, what did you think of the post-show promo uh, from a few weeks ago that Punk cut on Adam Page a few weeks ago? And what action do you think Tony should take? Oh, well, good question. Now I've been a huge Punk fan all my life. My wife for one Christmas hmm. went through hell and high water in the internet to find me FIP. Mm-hmm. collection of CM Punk and oh, wow. uh, one of his first companies. That's how much of a mark I am for Philip Brooks. Now, I'll be honest, I think now he needs to shut the up and just get on with it. He's practically held AW to ransom. Whatever you think of the elite, and mm-hmm. I don't think much of them, I think they're a bunch of schoolboys mm-hmm. um, personally, but I also think Punk's been drawn down that route. He's got beef with Adam Page. He's not the first big star to have a beef with another star, Tony needs to sit them down and get them 
and say, look, lads, if you can't work together, then you've got to, you know, but I, I think Tony can't, no pun intended, um, I don't think he's got the kahunas. He's got so mm-hmm. many big egos, and I think it's something that has, in the four years of AW, backfired on him a little bit, that he can't control the locker room. Right. I think I, I think Punk should have been fired. I, I wouldn't have brought Punk back. As much as I yeah, love him and right. I've seen him on TV, I wouldn't have brought him back. And then you've practically given him his own show in Collision. Yeah. Um, and, and, and please, please, don't get me wrong here. I love I love Philip Brooks. I really do. I admire him, but I think sometimes he just needs to. The ego needs to shut up, and he needs to just get on with being the professional that he can be. Yeah. No, I I completely agree, and I think I think part of that problem is is Tony Khan once again uh, just giving into his every demand. It seems, and and not being a, yeah. he's trying to be more of a friend than a boss. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. So. Um, as a UK guy, I know that you've been very high on Will Ospreay, but is uh, is Chris Jericho the right opponent for him? I, I like I was thinking that this would be the perfect opportunity to do Osprey versus Omega three. Oh boy, yeah. No, is this a family friendly podcast? <laughs> it is, it is no. but there's editing involved, so go ahead. Yeah, no, enough said. I mean, I, 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 the obvious one for me initially when all that was announced was Danielson Osprey. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have sold everything I owned to have been present at that. Right. Um, however, then you've got Okada, perhaps. Then you've got um, if New Japan would allow it, and then you've got Kenny three. But I think that New Japan have niched that, and I wouldn't be at all surprised that that comes along in January. Russell Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Um, however, Jericho. Now, I when when Jericho was announced, I was horrified. I'll be honest. Because it looks like, again, Jericho hanging his coattails off the brightest young star. And bear in mind, I'm British. Um, the Irish Chef is not far from Wembley. Um, I don't understand why he's playing heel here when he's, he lives 30 miles from the stadium. Yeah. That's one point for a star. However, I, I'm sure that they can make this work. Mm-hmm. But Dynamite Wednesday night, that standoff between them, I got invested. I'll be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. I liked the promos. I liked the way they did the pull apart. So let's just hope Jericho can live with Will. They don't cock it up, mm-hmm. and it's what it could be. And I, 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 I suppose got to go over. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I would think, um, and and that's a great point actually that you brought up. Do you expect the fans to kind of? go the opposite way, cheer Osprey and Boo Jericho. I think they'll cheer both. Mm. Right. I think they'll cheer both. You've got the sing-along with Judas, everyone's going to join in with that. That crowd, whether yeah. the card is mid or not, to quote MJF, um, that crowd is going to make every match a million dollars. So Jericho performed, or Fozzie performing like Judas, um, I think they'll both go in. I think it'll be a face-to-face match, thanks Mm -hmm. to the crowd. Yeah, so uh, we kind of brought his name up earlier, and and I know that you're not really a fan, but uh, that is Kenny Omega. He will team with Hangman Adam Page and Kota Ibushi against Bullet Club Gold, who I've really been a fan of lately, especially after that two out of three falls with FTR, one of of my top matches of the year. Um, And they'll team with uh, Konosuke Takeshita, of course. 
Uh, who do you expect to shine in this match? Um, to be honest, all of them. I'm not a fan. Right, I'll qualify this. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Kenny, but when he's on, mm-hmm. he's as good as anyone in the world. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not ignorant in the fact. I mm-hmm. don't think he's a great promo, and I'm not a fan of some of the stuff he's done in the past from mm-hmm. a wrestler. I'm a, I'm a purist. I'm an old school purist, and so right. wrestling with sex dolls. So I don't want to sound all cornet here because I'm not like that. <laughs> but you know, I'm uh, I'm not a fan of that sort of thing. However, I'm not ignorant enough to his his, his um, CB, if you like, Blaine. Mm-hmm. I think this will be decent. I think this will be decent. Um, uh, I Bullet Club Gold, hundred percent. I want to see them week in, week out. I absolutely adore them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially especially Jay White, I think, is somebody that's really come into his own. I wasn't so much a fan of him in New Japan because I didn't think he stood out enough. But yeah. once, once he made that transition and came to the States, he's really developed a character. He's really hit some home run promos. Um, I, he re, you know what? He reminds me, I don't know if you're a movie guy, but he reminds me of the guy, the actor from X-Men, James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, same kind of uh, intonation in his voice, same kind of uh, pro, like I guess the same kind of delivery uh, when he talks, um, and and I think that is what kind of makes me connect with him a little more. Uh, I think yeah. uh, I, I'm not sure how well he would do as a babyface, but as a heel, he's absolutely killing it. Oh no no no! Yeah, you couldn't turn them. You couldn't turn mm-hmm. them. I agree with that. Um, yeah, babyface, brilliant all day long. Um, it's probably looking. Typically this week with the all right, he couldn't Tony couldn't help the Ray Phoenix scenario, mm-hmm. but obviously the way the card changed in three days, um, it does smack of Tony packing, and, and and it's almost like the lack of long term booking backfired on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the one scramble match, if you like, the chuck together match that I'm really looking forward to. Right, right, and we'll and we'll uh, why don't we just. Uh, that was actually I was saving that for a later um, a later question, but uh, I'll uh, get into that right away. And that is the stadium stampede. Uh, do you expect, uh, or who are you expecting, if anybody, to step in for Ray Phoenix in that match? Um, no, I really don't. I don't know actually. I um, as long as I get Eddie, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. As long as I get Eddie, I'm happy. Eddie Kingston, I I I just. I can sit and watch him for hours, his mannerisms, mm-hmm. his facials. He's just, yeah. um, do you know what? One of the, it's one of the only times I've loved John Moxley is when him and Eddie were playing the best bud scenario right. and, and talking about what they were going to do. Um, I'm not a Moxley fan, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. But Eddie, I could sit and watch for hours. Eddie, to me, is legitimately tough. Mm-hmm. One of these guys where we look at wrestlers and we think, no, I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley. And Eddie's one of them, and, yeah. and you know, whereas Moxley, I, 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 mate, you're not, you're not convincing me. <laughs> Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And I, and I kind, I'm kind of with you. Uh, like for me, and I got to be honest here, Eddie is kind of like my Kenny Omega. Like I, uh, like like Kenny Omega is to you. I am yeah. kind of a fan of his promos. I love his promo style. Uh, everything he does is completely believable, but the only thing is that his ring work does not impress me in the least. Like I, I just find that he's very under par in terms of in-ring quality. Uh, but as a character, as a promo guy, as a hype man, 
he's phenomenal. Like, I love that promo that he did with Moxley where he was talking about how the world title is the reason that he had to explain to his mother that the world title is the reason she doesn't have grandchildren. I love that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I concur totally, and I can see your point about his ring work, but I just find him, I just, it's one of those, his movement. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I can forgive the lack of technical skill for watching his movement in a ring, if that makes sense, Mike. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, and the other thing that kind of throws me off about him and, and doesn't impress me is he's also somebody that doesn't seem to get along with a lot of people. Uh, and and I think I think the, the lack of professionalism is, is what kind of uh, annoys me a little bit, because I think that if you're in this business, it is called professional wrestling for a reason. You're, you're expected to be professional and maintain that level of professionalism. And just stories I hear, like he doesn't get along with Danielson, he doesn't get along with Claudio, um, CM Punk, etc. There's only like a handful of people that he does actually like. So um, I'm not sure uh, what what has happened in his past, but I think it's time that he needs to get over it. To be honest, he reminds me a lot of our FPW stunning cure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've got to get him in somewhere, but Blaine, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've, ta- I've talked to Sean a little bit, so I know, uh, I know, I kind of know what you're uh, what you're referencing there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I the, I was gonna ask this question earlier following the Omega uh, match, but I'll I'll just ask it now. It is one of the top matches that I am looking forward to the most, probably. Uh, and I know that you're not really a fan of these guys either, uh, at least on the heel side, but I am, a, or, or on the uh, elite side, but I am a fan of their opponents. Omega's buddies, the Young Bucks, will also challenge FTR for the World Tag Team titles. Given the recent circumstances involving Cash Wheeler and the Road Rage incident, are you, suppo- are you surprised, first of all, that this match is still happening, and do you expect a title change under those circumstances? Right, yeah, the first part's easy to answer. I'm not, I'm not surprised it's carried on. When you look at the case itself um it's uh, I, I think there's more to it than meets the eye mm-hmm. um i think it's, i think it's just made a great great error of judgment for whatever reason and the courts will sort that out and that's that as far as i'm concerned that's none of my business he's not hurt right anyone he's scared someone um that's not to downcry but that's not to downcry the charge either Let, let's make some we've known the professional wrestlers accused them much worse yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, however, however, the match. I think that's you. You. That's the million dollar question, Blaine. Will it affect the result or the previous potential previous booking of who who takes what? I was always convinced once the match was announced that the books are going over. Mm. Right. Right. Ironically, because of his error judgment, I wouldn't be at all surprised now. Tony changes it and puts FTR over. I don't know why. There's just something nagging in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that could be, and I've I've heard rumors, and I, I want your opinion on um, this. As, I, I want your opinion on of this as well, because as you know, you may or may not know, Edge recently, the WWE Hall of Famer, he's yeah. been denied renewal of his contract supposedly. Yeah. Do you expect an Adam Copeland appearance uh, on on this show um, or even in this match? Um, no, if it's going to be anywhere, it'll be all out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's too early. Edge put a statement out 24 hours ago that was sort of poor water. Now, that obviously could be a bluff. 
Mm-hmm. It could be a bluff, but no, I don't expect Adam Trout or Bambi. I'll be more more expecting him at, at all now. Yeah, that may, that totally makes sense, especially when Christian is on that card exactly. or or uh, cornering um, Luchasaurus. That is. Um, okay, so before we wrap, um, there is uh, one other match. Well, we had the coffin match, but I wanted to focus on the bigger matches first. I wasn't actually going to bring this match up, but because there is UK talent involved, that is the four-way for the women's title. Do you expect Soraya to win the belt due to the home field advantage? No. Hmm. I expect Britt to, uh, I, I expect Britt to re, uh, regain. Oh, wow. Okay, so sh- short reign for Sheeta then. I'm sorry, she's without being rude or disrespectful, mm-hmm. they're our biggest stars. And it's just a shame we've got no pack, we've got no... And one thing I was surprised about, no ZSJ. Um, yeah, I would that's, that is really bit, surprising. Yeah, I love a little bit of ZSJ in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I to, to answer your remaining two matches, Simple as Sting and Derby and Britt Baker regains. They're easily... Easy, easy. They're, they're some of the easier decisions if I'm playing if I'm playing you know if I've got the bookies or not Okay, so fair enough. So that is all in, ladies and gentlemen. It is this Sunday afternoon time. Uh, if you're in North America, of course, it'll be live in London on Sunday, August the 27th. Uh, I am, that wraps up another week. I will be back next week to review a bunch of shows, including All In, including WWE Payback, maybe talk about Impact Emergence a little bit, and, of course, All Out is next week as well. And then uh, in the coming weeks, of course, I mentioned the tribute shows for Terry Funk and Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, David, I wanted to thank you for joining me. Um, it's been a pleasure, and hopefully we can uh, connect another time down the road. Uh, but for now, I leave you all with an A, B, C, ya. Yeah.